So you said the Gucci Charlemagne interview? Mm-hmm. Okay. I looked it up and I had no idea what the fuck they were. So it was like... It was, <clears throat> like, alright, so a couple events happened before, like, the big thing broke. So what first happened is Gucci Mane was on The Breakfast Club, which is Charlemagne, DJ Envy, and Angelique. I forget. I've heard it before. But yeah, like, so. V or something. Right, right. And uh, during a conversation, Gucci was talking about how Angela tried sliding in his DMs. Like, you know, you, you asked uh, where I was staying. You were trying to fuck, basically. And it was kind of, it was kind of like weird and random, like just how he brought it up. So Angela kind of defended herself. Like, you know, I never did that. I'm not that type of woman. All that kind of stuff. And then things just kind of like escalated. So this happened years ago, but through the years it kept getting like brought back up. And then at some point, I don't know how Gucci found out or like who he heard it from, but he felt he was banned from the Breakfast Club for whatever reason. But all the people from the Breakfast Club, like, we never banned you. You're not banned. He's convinced that he was banned. So it's kind of like a he said, she said thing. Okay. And then, so last month, I'm pretty sure it was last month, Charlemagne does an interview with Gucci Mane solo. And during the interview, Gucci Mane pretty much brings up how he wants to slap DJ Envy and then just kind of extended that courtesy to Angela Yee. But he he goes off for a second and it became a real big awkward conversation that then basically everybody kind of put their two cent on it. But more people focused on the relationship between Charlemagne and his co-host, basically. And everybody's like, everybody's like nitpicking their moves now. So people found out that Angela unfollowed Charlemagne, but we don't really know if like she even followed him on media to begin with. Like that's not really something we know, but everybody's pretty much looking at them under a microscope now. My whole thing, like if it were me, like I guess there's two sides you can look at this. There's like a business perspective and there's like, well, they're also kind of friends. Like, they've been doing this so long. They're friends. Yeah. So... You think at some point... I feel like celebrities bring up uh, hostilities toward each other just for the media benefit. Is that what you think it is? It could be. Gucci seems serious about it. Like, he, he for real sounded like he wanted to slap DJ Envy. And people... People took that as a shock because he's not that guy anymore. Gucci isn't? Yeah, he turned the leaf. So True. It's kind of like, uh, it was weird for people to see that side of him again. But it's like, as a friend, like, just on a friend level, if I was going to do an interview with someone I knew didn't like you, I would have given you the heads up before the interview. Like, Charlemagne didn't really tell them until after the interview was done, because I don't think he was expecting, like, Gucci to just say that he wants to slap his co-hosts. Yeah. But I still, like, just general, I would have been like, hey, I'm doing this interview. And then you can also think of that, like, I don't think a lot of people are thinking of the business side. Like, the interview isn't like, you know, nobody was doing that interview for free. 
Gucci was there to promote his new album. Charlemagne was there because he was getting paid. I guess where where do you draw a line between friendship and business? It depends on the friend, and it depends on the business. <laughs> what kind of business are we talking? <laughs> so like, I don't know. I I try to not shit where I eat, but you know, you when you work at a place for so long, and that's where you're at the majority of your day. I think it's also smart of you to make friends and network there. I was just hanging out with some people. And I've come to the realization that I actually need to not hang out with anybody (laughs) from work. Just because... Then that that comes back to work? Yeah, in a sense. And it it all just kind of comes back to me and, like, people aren't... uh, ideal to hang out with (laughs) (laughs) so I just gotta be more careful about that cause if the friendship goes then you still have to go to work and see them and all that and I'd rather just slowly like not talk to anybody over trying to socialize with people everyday cause I'm not about that what happens if like they've been doing this so long since before this whole fiasco, and I'm, you know, this isn't the first time that any of them has had beef. But it's like, so they're, I would assume they're good friends. Or at least, if they don't want to throw out we're friends, they're at least like on really good speaking terms with each other. Yeah. I would, I would assume to do something day in, like daily, and not only they have, they put it on YouTube, uh, I'm sure they, do promotions with each other and then you know obviously they're on air stuff so to be around each other so much and to keep it friendly and professional for so long throughout pretty much their entire run I would assume they're on good speaking terms with each other so it's like it's not just anybody that it happens to which I guess you could does that if you want to look at it from an other perspective, like kind of Charlemagne betrayed them, does that make the betrayal worse? I still stand by my stance of everything is just planned. <laughs> <laughs> because, again, yeah, like you said, after so long of working with each other, being cool with each other, whatever, it probably pays off to switch it up a little bit. Because now it's in the news, now it's in the media that this interview having yeah whatever it, it did get big maybe it was planned and the show's still on right with the Breakfast same people Club? for sure yeah. yeah so water under the bridge pretty much that's probably how they're taking it too and like I said everybody's just treating them under a microscope so regardless of what they do it's kind of like oh did you see what they did and it's like that's how it is with celebrities though Every, anything you do people are gonna watch it or follow it and nitpick and judge your life it is what it is true it is what it is so we're gonna move on to the gaming section and the game that i wanted to talk about was star wars battlefront 2 because this game has made a comeback so take you on a journey back to 2017 when it comes out 
probably one of the most controversial games ever because it had a pay-to-win progression system. So there was loot boxes. There were these things called star cards, which were basically like buffs. And the thing about it is you could buy the buffs. That's how it became pay-to-win. So if you weren't someone who was willing to shell out cash after your $60 purchase, it kind of sucked playing against people who already maxed out their character because they have that extra cash. Yeah, I don't believe in pay-to-win. I would completely avoid EA because of that. Yeah, and it it got some shit. So a Hawaiian senator, Chris Lee, started uh, a movement. I'm not sure where the bill is uh, at this moment, but he started a bill and other senators from the U.S., Belgium, and other places in Europe basically got behind it that loot boxes are gambling. Before Before we go any further... Is it, how do you feel about loot boxes? They suck. <laughs> if it's if it's in game purchases, like you have to acquire X amount of whatever kind of money it is that you're using, and you have a chance to go get these loot boxes, or if they're free or whatever, it's fine. But shelling out extra money for a game once you've already made the purchase, I shouldn't have to go and buy more stuff. Yeah, I can't really justify spending extra money on a game unless it's new downloadable content or something that makes the game actually worth it. Anything else beyond that, I'm all good on, except for Pokemon Go. Yo, I've I've felt that temptation, not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie. Especially when I was down in Pokeballs, and I was like, you know, what's a dollar? <laughs> I spent my last Pokeball on a gas the other day. I didn't even catch it, and now I just don't have any, and I haven't hit any Pokemon stops. It's truly tragic. See, that's why I just started walking. Because it's, uh... That I need help. Just walking, they give you, like, 15 Pokeballs for just walking. Um, but anyway, so back to Star Wars. After, basically, everything hit the fan, basically, legislation was like, either we are going to legislate you, or you can legislate yourself. EA, I'm not... EA, Disney, DICE, whomever, someone made the call and was like, all right, we're going to fix this game. So they got rid of the pay-to-win. There are still star cards, but it's not as bad as it used to be. And you can earn the star cards within reason just playing the game. Because before somebody had done the math where it was like it would take X amount of hours to unlock this character X amount of hours to get an insane amount of hours insane 2,000 hours yeah just an insane amount of time to unlock what generally should be the basics of the game so the basics of the game are all now free you don't have to unlock any characters they're given to you any new characters that are added or DLC maps everything free not only that there's new player versus player content and there's new player versus environment content okay which is awesome for me because i don't have online (laughs) neither do i (laughs) so when i can just play the game solo dolo that's pretty awesome for me have you played it yeah oh yeah uh it's it's really great 
but every time when I play it, you I can never disassociate it from the original tune. So before when I was playing it, and especially with the first Battlefront, I, like the first Battlefront when it came out, I was like, this just makes me want to play the original ones. Like I don't really want to play this one. Fair enough. Playing the second one though, everyone talks about how gaming is gorgeous. Like, oh, look at this water. It's so amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Look look at that rock. (laughs) It's so awesome. But Star Wars is like, Star Wars Battlefront 2, this newest one. It truly is one of those games where you're just like, wow, this looks fantastic. It looks fantastic. It sounds fantastic. And now it plays fantastic. So before playing it, it was pretty easy. And I would set it down rather quickly just because uh, they haven't really worked on their AI. So when playing it, it wasn't really much of a challenge. But now it's it's a decent challenge. And they added uh, an instant action, which is basically like Command and Conquer. I can't remember what they call it in-game because each game calls it something different. But it's the same thing. You go to that objective, you capture it. And you try to capture as many as objectives as you can before the time runs out. Okay. Right. So that's the one that they added for uh, player versus environment. Uh, player versus player. There's this new. Uh, there's this new game where you're a stormtrooper. Uh, what was that Star Wars movie? It's not. Is it a New Hope? One of the original three, with those like mini bears whatever you fucking call them (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember what they the ones that were trying to eat them and for some reason just decided to be their friends I Uh, think C-3PO yeah became like their god (laughs) yeah (laughs) so they added a, a a new game mode where you're basically trying to take down as many of them as you can but it's nighttime and your flashlight runs out. So it's kind of like... That would be kind of creepy. Yeah, it, yeah, it's this kind of creepy survivor element to it, which is awesome. I definitely have to hand my hat over to DICE for rehauling this game after I'm sure EA was like, no, we want it this way. And now they finally... Now it's the game that I'm sure that they wanted all along. Personally, I think... If I were like, you know, be like, you know, if you want to throw in a little more, <laughs> you done good. But if you want to throw in a little more, I I don't understand why everything needs to be online. So while they're, oh, yeah, and it makes it. This isn't just a Star Wars thing, but I guess just a gaming thing in general. Like you can't play the game unless you're online, and it's not even like it's not just online anymore. Now you have to have live so online and live only basically i don't get why i have to be live 24 7 to play your game or at least some of the game modes because you've shown that you're capable of creating stuff offside of live so like you look at the first game one of the only modes that they had if you wanted to play solo or with a friend was basically uh like horde mode other games call it everything but i'm a gears of war person so you know just you're you're on a map survive as long as possible okay the first game had that 
how come the second game doesn't? Exactly. I think that's become <laughs> a less popular thing over the years. Really? Yeah, I've seen it in less games. I have. Seen I remember it in, in middle school, I saw it in like a fair amount of games that I got. Yeah. It, yeah, it definitely had its time where it blew up. But I feel like people would still be into it. I mean, Battle Royale is still fairly popular, and that's kind of, I mean, it's not the same, but it is like a survival element. So, I mean, if that's what, you know, gets you going, I don't know. I just want more things that I can play offline, because that would be awesome. (laughs) I can't remember what it was called, but it was very disappointing to learn that it was moving towards an online-only gaming area, and I'm like... Anytime I hear that. Anytime when any publisher says, we're doing a live service game, like, oh, And it's up. like, you have to do it, you have to go on live to do the storyline, and I still have a copy of The Division that I've had for years, and I haven't played it because I have to go online, because I just, it's not my forte. I don't game online. For you. I do... But I don't. I also don't do it enough to where I need to pay for it every month or like three months, six months, a year, whatever. I don't play it that often to where I need it that much. Okay. So, and especially because Andy's a fucking phony. Uh, so, speaking of Star Wars, the new movie's coming out soon. Rise of Skywalker, and it's coming off of the back. Although Battlefront 2 has done better, there's it's the fact that the controversy is still there. So it's coming off of the back of that, and it's coming off of the back of The Last Jedi. Where do you fall? Like, where do you fall in The Last Jedi? I haven't seen it. <clears throat> I'm gonna be um, honest with you, Chief. What's up? I haven't seen any Star Wars movies. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I've seen like bits and pieces of the originals but I, I've always just wanted to sit down and watch them all the way through and then start watching the new ones and I just haven't done that yet so I haven't seen any of the new ones and the originals I think I mostly got what happens in the originals though I haven't like sat down and watched all of them they've just been in media so often that I understand a couple things that happen in the movies. Alright, well, uh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, The Last Jedi was so controversial because of a few things. It killed one of the main characters, Luke Skywalker. I'm just going to spoil shit for you. At well, this thanks, point. man. I and <laughs> Anybody who hasn't seen The Last Jedi, you probably aren't planning to at this point, so just... I'm still planning on it. Alright. Well, but you can ruin it. It doesn't yeah, matter. I'm, I'm ruining like everybody getting ruined. So, um, the last Jedi, they killed Luke Skywalker, and it's kind of, I don't even think Mark Hamill knew he was getting killed, because there's footage of him before and after the premiere, and before he's going in like high hopes, everything, and then after you see him and he's just like, like, his, yeah, like his baby just got killed. Damn. And he did a few interviews. I'm not sure if you can still find him. Because he took it back. And of course, Disney. So obviously he would he would have to make another statement taking it back. But he made a statement saying how he was basically disappointed on how the characters were handled. 
and that's pretty much what everybody is upset about. You've got so Luke Skywalker. He is known for be, like his determination above all else to see the good in people. One of those characters. Yeah, that like, but he's not. He's not like one of those hopeless people. Like, I, I think yeah, like he's not one of those people where it he's so hopeless. Like he'll let someone just air out an entire room and be like, no, but he's still good. But at the same time, like he he will like murk a motherfucker if he has to. But he would rather he would rather turn someone to their better self than end up having to fight them and kill them. So wasn't Luke Skywalker the one that slaughtered all those kids? Or was that like... That was his father. Yeah, that was Anakin. Okay. That was... (laughs) Yeah, so that was his father, which he tried saving. And that was the big thing for his character arc. So to see him in The Last Jedi, they basically turned him into a crabby hermit. And it's like Ryan Johnson's excuse for this action and the thing that everybody ran with that liked it was to subvert your expectations. So everything that you thought was going to happen, they were like, ah, gotcha. Um, no, we're not doing that. So they turned Luke into this hermit because everybody was expecting for him to be more of a Yoda role. To be a mentor. To be Luke Skywalker, who he is. So they turned him into something he's not and then said, well, we subverted your expectations, so mission accomplished, I guess. Everybody was upset about that. And then you've got characters like the new character, Ray. She's controversial because she's a bit of a Mary Sue. I know that's I know that's a toxic thing to say because a lot of people just throw out Mary Sue to like any character that they disagree with. But she truly is a Mary Sue for the simple fact there's no reason for her to know what she knows. There's no reason for her to be able to do the things she does. She's, since you haven't seen the movie, she's basically the equivalent to Trailer Trash. Okay. So, and, but... But in all fairness, Trailer Trash is kind of magical sometimes. They pull off things that shouldn't, like, and it's like, how did you do that? That goes... Like, sometimes physics just don't apply to them. (laughs) It's just this new level of just rigging things to make them work that shouldn't work. So, I get your point. <laughs> I, get, I, I get your point. The best mechanics. But the thing is, is, so you take her versus Kylo, which is basically the new Sith. She shouldn't have won that fight, but we all know she's going to because she's the good guy kind of thing. It's how it happened where it was like, this doesn't make sense. You've never once in your life held a lightsaber. This dude has slaughtered Jedi. You should... Yeah, she should have lost that fight. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It always kind of blows my mind. My mind when an, uh, I see that in media. Like, yeah, I just picked up a lightsaber for my first time. Or a sword or whatever. I'm going to go ham on everybody. Even this guy who's been fighting with his horse for the last 20 years and is fucking the best known swordsman in the land. Just taking him down like it's no problem. Like, it goes beyond that. 
she knows languages that don't make sense for her to understand. Like, she can talk to Chewbacca. People make their excuses, like, well, she had a trade for a living, so she probably came in contact with languages that she never knew. And it's like, all right, well, I can, I can give that to an extent, but Chewbacca is from an extinct race. If I'm not mistaken, like, very few Wookiees survive. They might be saving her backstory for something. Speaking of backstory, one of the big things was who are her parents. Like, the big thing that was supposed to be revealed, like, why is this person so powerful? Well, to subvert your expectations, guess why she's so powerful? Darth Vader is her papa. No. What's up? Nothing, actually. Her parents are nobodies. Oh, <laughs> see now, see now you're starting to understand. She's powerful for no reason. Her, her, she comes from a lineage so far that has been explained of nobodies. I mean, that doesn't entirely mean anything because people can rise from the dust. This is very true, and it is Star Wars where life works on balance. Yeah. But nonetheless, there's still things and abilities that characters shouldn't be able to do. Just off the gate. Off the gate, I don't understand. Not only can she talk to animals and droids that she's never come in contact with before. She's basically an expert mechanic and pilot. And people give her excuse, well, again, she's a traitor so, you know, she must have picked up a few skills. And it's like, That's no. That's just a cop-out. Yeah, it's an extreme cop-out. Like, you can, you can know the mechanics of anything, front to back. But then when it comes time to actually executing it, you don't, you don't get those skills right away. That's something you have to work with over time. Yeah. So, overpowered, overknowledge, and so far there's no reason for her to be both. We're only talking about two characters so far, my man. We still... (laughs) Still a whole list of fuckery to go over. We still got Rose. We still got Poe. We still got... uh, I don't even... Captain Purple Hair, whatever her name was. Yo, there's, there's a long list of why The Last Jedi was so divisive. So, Rise of Skywalker. I plan on seeing it. Are you going to catch up before? When is it released? Probably within the next few months, I'm assuming. Uh, December, yeah, because it's coming out on Christmas time. I thought so. I'm going to try to catch up. Good luck. <laughs> there's a lot of movies. It's one of those things that I've just always kind of put on the back burner because there's so many movies and so much to catch up with, and now it's just getting worse. But I really need to get on that soon I don't think I will see it opening weekend I think I'm actually what my plan would be is I'm gonna see what like everybody else thinks about it because I'm very disappointed that I gave my money to The Last Jedi as like (laughs) if I had just waited and heard what peers had to say because it's one of those movies where I think it's critically good but when you look at like the audience reviews, it like it tanked. So I'm gonna wait and see what the people have to say. Cause thus far I'm not totally impressed 
with anything that the new Star Wars movies have done. Last Jedi was trash. Not complete trash, but it was trash. Uh, Rogue One was a pretty boring movie right until the last 15 minutes of the movie. And I know that's going to step on a few people's toes because it's not a bad movie. But I stand by my statement. Like, nothing happens in that movie. Rogue One is the reason why I can't take the dark side of everything serious anymore. Because there's a scene where she's trying, the main character is trying to save her father. You know, there's this whole, like, father thing throughout the Star Wars franchise. So she's trying to save her father, and she sneaks up behind this stormtrooper, takes him out, and throws him off a cliff. Now, I made it sound like she actually did something. She didn't. All she did, she snuck up behind him, took his weapon. But not even in like a like a like a judo throw or whatever. She just like that's all it is. Just blocks up behind him, takes his weapon. Okay. He falls down hard and then falls off the cliff. And it's like, how? They just weren't trying very really hard with <laughs> <at> that. <laughs> and so it's like at that very moment, I was like, where's the threat? If they can just be taken out that easy. Where's like what's the problem? But in all fairness, I don't think Star Wars has ever been known to have uh, good enemies. Yeah, all right, fair point. <laughs> <laughs> this all right, fair point. This a is stormtrooper can't hit this broadside of a barn, so anything else is just no. <laughs> all right, yeah, all right. That's a that's a very true and fair point. That was just my. <laughs> that was just that was my own personal line and um but that movie was okay at best and then Solo was true trash I never saw it so how do I know because everybody else said it was trash so thus far the newer movies since it's been in Disney's hands have not done well Can't. pretty much do you know how they've done numbers wise as in box office? Yeah. Uh, Force Awakens, which was the first one, and I did like that one. Force Awakens has done the best. I'm pretty sure it broke records. The Last Jedi, I think, I think did well. I don't think it did as well as Force Awakens, but, you know, it, it did well to warrant more movies. Okay. Rogue One did okay. Solo tanked. I think a problem with Disney right now is that they're trying to do a lot of things that they should not be doing. They're trying to remake a lot of things. They're remaking every classic into a live action movie. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I saw Aladdin, which wasn't bad. I enjoyed it. But, I've never even heard anything about Dumbo. So, I don't think that was very hot at all. I think they just wanted to do it. Pretty much. I still have to see The Lion King. But basically, they need to just work on their own original content and stop trying to mess with other things because they're just ruining series for people. Pretty much. And ruining shows. They're they're throwing as many darts as the wall as possible and seeing what lands. Basically. I feel like that's their strategy at this point because they've got the money to do it. 
so even a loss for them isn't like a true loss. A loss is a loss for them is just not making a lot of money in the box office. But they're still gonna make money. Exactly. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm gonna wait until uh everyone else has seen it. And if it if if it has a positive review, I'll go see it. But if it's anything but, like, even if it's just okay, I'll wait till it's on Netflix. Or, you know, I'll, I'll wait till it's on, you know, Disney Plus, since Disney's putting all their uh, all their stuff on Disney Plus. Is that Applebee's shit? Do you know? I think so. Get that. <laughs> <laughs> See, apps, I don't know. I'm starting to be wary of apps, too, because now it just feels like cable. Uh it's Who more specified care, cable though. Disney is going to be go- dope because they just own the entire media right now. So everything's going to yeah, be on it. Yeah, everything's going to be on it. And it's hard not to make an... It's hard to make an argument to not do Disney Plus, to be honest. All the Disney Channel original movies will be on it. Sold. Plus <laughs> Marvel movies. And shows. And shows. And they're making some new ones. I'm pretty sure the Wizards of Waverly Place is going to be on there, which I'm about. I, just, I don't know. I'll wait. I, I'll I, wait a little bit, too. I also I'm, don't watch that much TV, so that's probably why. I don't either. I usually... I have Netflix, but like I use someone else's Netflix account, so I don't, truly don't care. <laughs> Apparently, apps are trying to figure out a way to like stop that. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we gotta stop them trying to stop us. I, I pay like for yeah, two you can devices. Pay for, yeah, multiple devices, and you exactly. can have multiple accounts. But what I'm saying is, is if I pay for two devices, you should not be able to determine which devices I put it on. True. All right. I think that's all we have to talk about. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so thanks for listening. You can find this podcast on Spotify and videos will be uploaded on YouTube when I get to it in my downtime. Alright, because that's the name of the show. <laughs> <laughs>